T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Pesco in the morning. Jay Binkley, Kramer, Stan Stone for the next two days. Trey Wingo joins us at 8.20 for all things NFL. Plus, probably a special guest in here as well. Some of them have played against T.O. And I'll have to ask him. Kramer, you got uh, wrestling tonight. Yes, sir. People don't understand this. Kramer, who's wearing a banana slugs hat. Savannah Bananas. Oh, the bananas. Do you like the Savannah Bananas? They're oh, kind of funny. Oh, they're. F- I enjoy it. I went out and saw them this past when they were here in, like, in May. It was, it was an entertaining time. Very, very good. So you're also a wrestling broadcaster. Yes, sir. Journey Pro Wrestling tonight. Because you were going to be a wrestler and you decided to go in the broadcasting field instead because you were going to – you're already in the broadcasting field here. You worked here. But then you were going to be a pro wrestler, and then you go into the broadcasting element of pro wrestling. That is correct. Yeah, no, I uh, – Why? I, I love professional Were you wrestling. not cut out for it, though? No, my – I've – my – neck injuries occurred couldn't turn my neck for a solid month and a half when uh, training and i'm like yeah i don't want to have neck problems for the rest of my life so i'll just uh, continue to do what i think i do best and that's talk see i told you eventually you were going to get old even though you're not i'm 26 but you're going to feel old i've known you since you were a lot younger than that yeah I, I think i got hired on here when i was like 22 maybe fresh out of northwest missouri state yes, remember when you said you could out drink me well i didn't say that i said i could out chug you and that didn't happen no, we tried There's multiple no, you, times. You, 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 could, you, you can out-drink me under the table anytime. But you were so cocky about it. You're like, oh, I can out-chug you, Jay. I mean, I, I bet I can shotgun one better than you. But you couldn't. Shotgunning is different than actually having a, a glass. Be careful, Kramer. You, you, keep, you keep saying these things. That uh, I, keep again, just, I keep just spanking you at it. Um, but tomorrow will be two full months without me having a single sip of alcohol. Not because you had a problem, because you're trying to what? Yeah, I'm just trying to cut. Dude, you're not even fat. Well, I'm like, I'm trying to cut that out of my life, the alcohol, because I'm trying to get in shape just in case I ever wanted to, you know, get these neck muscles uh, better. And I saw you drinking an energy drink before the show. Oh, yeah, I mean, that was the, yeah, um, a double shot espresso from Starbucks. Huh? It was good. I, I down that, and I feel great right now. I'm sure you do. Just to recap things, Derek Carr mutually agreed to <laughs> leave the Raiders for the last two games. They're not technically eliminated from the playoffs. It's it, it, it it's a disaster. Why are you going to walk out? It's, it's the Mahomes effect. Talked about that. We know the Broncos have been imploding, and now the Raiders are imploding. So it'll be Mahomes versus a very bad Russell Wilson and Mahomes versus Jared Stidham. Go ahead and send the MVP award to one Arrowhead Drive. Is that not correct, Kramer? Yes, that's correct, Bink. Go ahead and send it to him so then he can be a two-time NFL MVP, Super Bowl champion, Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, the awards keep racking up. And he has a chance at the most passing yards ever coming up, and I'll explain that here in about 730. But I do admit, the last two Patriots that were former Patriots quarterbacks that were a a Raiders quarterback, Jim Plunkett and Rich Gannon, you know, they're pretty good guys. I'll tell you that right now. Instead of the guy. No, he's not, but I'm just saying. Well, you never know, right? Yeah, you never know until we find don't, out this don't, weekend. Don't count down Stidham. This is a desperation move by the Raiders. But he's no Plunkett or Gannon. He could be. He's a Stidham. 
Gannon was awesome, man. I wish the Chiefs would have kept him instead of Gerbeck. I do. He's still mad about that. We had him on as a guest like every week a couple years ago. Oh, yeah, and I talked to Gerbeck. Yeah. Great guy, but he's still bitter about that. Because, I mean, he'd say, he'd bring up, he'd say, well, that was Gerbeck over there, wasn't me. Or something like that. The game in New England, people give him crap. I also got to think, too, they kind of like switched uh, places with Marcus Allen when he left the Raiders to come to the Chiefs, and then Gannon went from the Chiefs to the Raiders. Yeah, I mean, it worked I mean, all he did was go and become an NFL MVP. That's true. It's very true. So Tom Pelissero, um, who we've had on as well, you talk about a guy that's blown up. This used to be Henry Lake's producer. Ever tell you that? In Minnesota doing radio. He did not. He's everywhere now with the NFL Network, but he was Henry Lake's producer. And he does an annual awards survey uh, by high-ranking executives. He uses 26 NFL teams, including 15 general managers. So almost half the general managers take part in his poll. All 26 individuals participated in the condition of a nominee. So you don't know who they are. It's anonymous. You don't know who they are, who they voted for. So people often will do that if you don't know who they are, correct? That way you're not putting your name on it, which we have a big problem with. But if you don't like something, put your name on it. But this is kind of cool. So 26 individuals are voting for this. They asked them who the MVP. Mahomes had 16 votes out of the 26. Again, high-ranking officials or GMs. By far and away, Jalen Hurts had 5.6, or 6.5, excuse me, for Mahomes to get MVP. That is insanity. Of course he deserves the MVP, and he's going to get the MVP. He leads the NFL in passing yardage, passage, touchdowns, on his way to, to a 5,000 yards, 40 touchdowns. He's done that before. NFL's uh, top offense in Kansas City. So that's who they said. That's who they said was MVP when it was the people that, that – it's one thing for these clowns on NFL Network and ESPN Live sometime to, you know, to, to have hot takes. It's another thing for people behind the scenes that actually put the teams together, right, to vote on you. This is a much more respectable vote than saying, I, we, we uh, asked 26 members of NFL.com's panel on ESPN. Big difference, right? Huge. Offensive player of the year. Who would you say was it? Who, who would you say they voted on for the offensive player of the year? I mean, I'd hope it'd be Mahomes. It actually wasn't. That's ridiculous. That's so stupid. Is it Jalen Hurts? It was the former number two receiver at LSU behind Jamar Chase. Justin Jefferson. Justin Jefferson. I, I he see He got it. 13 and a half votes uh, because he leads the NFL in receptions and receiving yards. Um, so they put uh, him there. One NFC executive said what Derrick Henry is to Tennessee isn't slight the Vikings other players. If you move Jefferson, it would probably have a big impact as anyone on the offense not being the quarterback. So it's always the question of who's the best player that's a non-quarterback. Because I've often said it's been Derrick Henry. Because that, that is the only thing that Tennessee runs on. It's not Tannehill. It's not Malik Willis. It's not any of that. It is that. And Justin Jefferson, what, 123 catches now? 10 more than Tyreek Hill? So they were neck and neck on the almost on the yards, Mark. But I know Justin Jefferson's is blowing Tyreek Hill. I mean, it's not out of the water, I would say. But Justin Jefferson is bailing out Kirk Cousins so much. Well, as far as yardage is concerned, Justin Jefferson, 1,756 yards. Tyreek Hill, 1,632. Um, average, 14.3 and 14.4. That's almost identical. Touchdowns, Jefferson, 8. Tyreek Hill, 7. 113 catches for Tyreek Hill, 123 for Justin Jefferson. And then you might use the argument, well, you know, he's he's having to share it with uh, Jalen Waddle. He's having to share things in the backfield, or, or excuse me, at receiver with Jalen Waddle. And that would be interesting because Jalen Waddle has a nice 67 catches for 1,260 yards. But it's also like you and know, with, by the way, has eight touchdowns to Tyree kills seven. And if you want to talk about Minnesota real quick, uh, they have Justin Jefferson, and you would think Adam Thielen would be the guy that would uh, kind of like kind of like do what how the Jalen Waddle Tyree kills going on, and it's that's not happening whatsoever. It's just all Justin Jefferson. So I mean, it's that's why it's like it's interesting. Like maybe if Jalen Waddle wasn't in Miami what the yards mark and receptions mark would be for Tyreek Hill, but we're not going to see that. Patrick Mahomes received six votes in this category. Only six. Only six in this category, but they, by far and away the MVP. Justin Jefferson, 13.5. Patrick Mahomes, six votes. Tyreek Hill, two and a half. Jalen Hurts, two. Josh Allen, one. How do you get a half a vote? Travis Kelsey got half a vote, too. How, so do, you, how do you get a half a vote? 
I don't think that should even count. It's like half a sack, Kramer. It's kind of like, you know how, like, when you, you circle in the boxes of, like, trying to, like, you know, like a multiple choice thing. It's like, oh, A, B, or C, or D. You know, I'm going to circle, uh, do half the circle on C and half the circle on D. That doesn't, that doesn't count. It would be funny if Tyreek Hill won the Offensive Player of the Year. And Mahomes <laughs> won his MVP. And you think, okay, funny. you take Tyreek Hill, the Offensive MVP, out of the equation and the Chiefs still the number one offense. That shows you how valuable Mahomes is. Shows you completely how valuable Mahomes is. Now, defensive player of the year was Nick Bosa. He received 17 and a half votes. As he should. As he should. Leads the NFL in uh, sacks this year. He's got, what, 17 and a half sacks uh, this season. Next closest to him, Matthew Judon. He's got 15 and a half. So I don't think anybody's arguing uh, that. And obviously, the NFL, again, the NFL execs are voting on this. Now, the Offensive Rookie of the Year, Garrett Wilson, the Ohio State for the Jets. He received nine votes. Chris Olave got six. It's not bad. And Damian Pierce, who the Chiefs didn't see with the Texans, then it was six. Heck, uh, Pierce, he was, uh, he's the only bright side, I think, for the Texans right now. Like the Chiefs have good rookies. Like, collectively, they've got a great rookie group. These aren't even like, total, like, standout guys. They have guys on their way. Like, I think McDuffie's on their way. I think Karloftis is on his way. I mean, they have good rookies. Pacheco, good rookies. Defensive rookie of the year, Sauce Gardner. So the Jets could have the rookie offensive rookie of the year and defensive rookie of the year. What's their run problem? The thing every team needs is quarterback. They don't have that. Coach of the year, you know who it's going to be? Nick Sirianni. Nick Sirianni got that, uh, got the uh, votes for coach of the year. He got seven and a half votes. So it wasn't a landslide for Nick Sirianni. Kyle Shanahan actually ended up with six. And uh, let's see. Nope, Andy Reid's not even on here. Kevin O'Connell, Brian Dayball, Dan Campbell, Zach Taylor, Doug Peterson, Ron Rivera, Mike Vrabel, and Mike McDaniel. A whole bunch of people here that aren't even going to make the playoffs that are coaches. I've been stumping for Andy Reid. I know he's not going to get it because you never give it to him. You get it to someone who sucked and is good for coach of the year. But it is ridiculous when you think about it that Matt Nagy has as many coach of the years as Andy Reid. Yeah, I don't I don't like that. I really don't. I, I feel like if you have a coach that's like, all right, we lost one game. And heck, we lost two games. Heck, we even lost three games in the regular season. I don't care how many years in a row that is. I still think they should be the one that's like, yeah, you're the coach of the year because you clearly keep winning. I had Sean Barber in here last week. He played on the Eagles team in 2002 where Andy Reid won Coach of the Year. He was on that team. They had, like, Sean McDermott, Ron Rivera on that staff, Spags on that staff. It was a great staff. Like, Andy Reid puts out some coaches. But he's not going to get it. But you know what? To be good every year consistently is more impressive than that. Zach Taylor, I mean, taking the Bengals last year to the Super Bowl after a miserable year the year before, that's to be where he's at now, seven straight wins, one vote. I think he got slighted. Even if you're also Andy Reid and you're not getting all these Coach of the Year awards, I think somehow they should not compensate or recognize. They need to recognize Andy Reid, though, for the guys that left his coaching tree that also got the Coach of the Year award. I think that's also something that should they should implement at some point because it's the truth. He, the Like Matt Nagy, he learned from Andy Reid. Like he understood that. He was, heck, he was Coach of the Year at one point. So it's like they should at least recognize Andy helping out Nagy. But then again, Nagy's probably saying, oh, yeah, I wouldn't be here without Andy or anything like that. So at least it goes around, I guess. Well, last year, everybody talked about Harbaugh getting it. You know, again, he's won before John Harbaugh, but because all the injuries they had and what you did. And I guess Shanahan's getting some run. It was a team that was in the playoffs last year, deep in the playoffs. But I guess he's on there because he's winning with Brock Purdy. Mr. Relevant, last player picked in the draft. That's impressive. But I think people don't count in the fact how hard it is to win seven straight division titles. Only one of their teams done that. That's Patriots 11. One. He wins 12 games a year with the Kansas City Chiefs. It's like you take him for granted. He just keeps winning. Not only that, you flip the roster and you lost Tyree Kill that could be the offensive MVP. Andy Reid. Yeah, you may say, well, he didn't deserve it because Nick's here. Really? Why? Why wouldn't he deserve this? Because to me, it's a tainted reward. It means you have to suck and then be good. Brian Dayball got more votes than Andy Reid, and you know the direction the Giants are going. Heck, you've said the the consecutive amount of 
AFC championships, that, um, not AFC championships, um, uh, the AFC West titles that they've won, and they compare that to the 11, the Chiefs have a very good shot of getting to 11 and also getting to 12 because of how this rest of this division is. Because right now, you're, if you're the Chiefs, all you, you're, your biggest opponent is the Chargers, no matter what the next three years is. Here's the other joke. Executive of the year. Howie Roseman, Eagles. All right? You have to give him respect. Look at their record. Uh, the Eagles been a great year for the Eagles. Others receiving votes. John Schneider was second with six and a half for Seattle. I guess losing Russell Wilson, making that trade. The Broncos helped him with that, getting rid of Russell. John Schneider's a great GM with six and a half. Then Joe Douglas of the Jets got two votes, which again, probably the best offensive rookie, best defensive rookie. I'd say I'd say Joe Douglas did a pretty damn good job. Hadn't put a quarterback on the field. John Lynch got a vote. Brett Veach and Brandon Bean got one vote. Brandon Bean's the GM of the Buffalo Bills, who were the Super Bowl favorites, and Brett Veach got one. Now, how in the world is that possible? Look at his drafts the last couple of years. Look at the Orlando Brown trade that brought in Nick Bolton, which is really the main cog in that when you look back at it, just like that uh, the whole James Shield trade, you think, well, that's actually the way Davis deal, kind of the throw-in. Look at the Brett Veach. Look at what he's doing with the salary cap. Not only that, but flipping this roster. Again, as I mentioned, only four players were here predating Mahomes. And yet they're still here very easily could be the number one seed if Cincinnati takes care of the Buffalo Bills on Monday night. I don't think he gets the run that he needs. He makes good trades. He signs a lot of undrafted free agents, end up having an impact on his team. You get a guy like Isaiah Pacheco in the seventh round to be your running back. You bring in a Jerry McKinnon at league minimum. League minimum. And he's got six touchdowns. That's a Brett Veach move. So how can you not include him? Because it's more than just Mahomes. It comes to the front office, too, of putting talent around Mahomes. I mean, granted, I mean, yeah, he's good. at just, He could basically do things on his own. But like Nick Bolton, he has eight games with 10, 10 tackles or more this season. That's a Chiefs record. But what McKinnon's doing, that's insanity. League minimum, the Jerry McKinnon, but you have to do that kind of stuff. If you're a GM. That has to be one of the most underrated moves the Chiefs have made in the past five years. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. Probably. It was McKinnon. Like, that's... I. He's it's, helped his team the out so much. best value on the Chiefs oh, right I now. agree. 100% league minimum. Especially this past month. This month of December, it is literally Jarek McKinnon, Jarek McKinnon, Jarek McKinnon. Like, I, you can't get enough of Jarek McKinnon if you're watching this Chiefs game. Like, they, any of them. Do you know what's embarrassing? Is that a guy like Derek Carr has $65 million guaranteed. $40 million a year. 
not even with this team for the last two games. Jerick McKinnon makes over a, just a little over a million bucks a year, league minimum, and has six touchdowns the last four games. He has more receiving touchdowns than any other running back in the NFL. League minimum. You had to do that kind of stuff to be a good GM, but I digress. And it's not just because I live here in Kansas City and talking about it. This would be a talking point nationally. And you bring up these things that people don't realize it. Because I brought up some of these numbers with the Buffalo Station. They had no idea. And I don't think a lot of people know that, that Josh Allen of the Bills, first quarterback in NFL history to have 4,000 yards passing and 750 rushing last year. He's four yards shy of doing it again. So back-to-back years doing something the NFL has never seen. Well, the records keep coming for the Kansas City Chiefs. NFL Communications put some things out there to really, really put some things in perspective the Chiefs are chasing. I'll discuss that next. Fesco in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, Kansas City's home for car audio since 1967. Welcome back to Festival in the Morning. Jay Binkley, Kramer, Sansone for the next two days. Trey Wingo come up at 820. So ESPN is uh, showing the highlights once again of uh, Arkansas and Kansas. Oof. A calamity of coaching errors. Some good coaching for Kansas to come back. Some bad coaching and not having Jaden Daniels take the final play in the third overtime instead of giving the ball to Bean when a guy threw for 500 yards and five touchdowns, setting a Liberty Bowl record. But then Arkansas not trying to even attempt to uh, cover an onside kick and even go to overtime. But, yeah, it's uh, being shown again. What a great game that was. By the way, one of the questions that was asked by Buffalo yesterday, Kramer, WGAR, the home of the Bills there, what about Mahomes? Can he play a playoff game on the road? He hadn't had to do it yet. It's all been an Arrowhead Stadium. You know what my answer was? Their margin of victory on the road is better than at home. Not only that, you know what the Chiefs' record is since 2019 on the road? Oh, it's a lot better than their home. And it's 26 and 6 on the road. This is a tight knit group with a lot of chemistry. You take them, you put them on an airplane, you put them in the same hotel. It's a good elixir for the Kansas City Chiefs. Like it works extremely well. I mean, not offense, but didn't he win a Super Bowl on the road because they weren't at home? Yeah, technically. So it's like, yeah, so it's like they, they, he can play outside of Arrowhead. And the one Super Bowl they lost where Tampa Bay was all over and Tom Brady is first time a Super Bowl's been played in one of the team's home stadiums. And you hit the Chiefs with the team to have to play that one. But here's some records the Kansas City Chiefs are looking at, Kramer. This came from the NFL Communications yesterday. Put it in perspective. Um, Chiefs are the third team ever in NFL history with at least 12 wins in five straight seasons. Again, going back to my why Andy Reid, who does still call the plays. Travis Kelsey even said he does. Remember, he sent me the – he was on one of the, the New Heights New Heights, podcasts. yeah, he said, yeah, he Travis told, Kelsey still – yeah, he said that. He says, hey, man, Andy Reid still calls the plays. There's, there's your answer. Travis Kelsey just gave it to uh, Jason Kelsey on New Heights. We have that somewhere, I think. We've got that, that audio I'll somewhere. I'll find it. Okay. But then um, Mahomes leads the league with 47-20 passing, 37 touchdowns in 2022. With 280 passing yards, 280. So he needs 280 against Denver on Sunday. And he will have recorded 5,000 passing yards. Again, we're not to the extra game yet, so he's doing this in 16 games. So Mahomes will have recorded 5,000 yards passing in a season for the second time in his career. He had 5,097 back in 18. He becomes the third player in NFL history to total at least 5,000 yards in multiple seasons, joining Drew Brees, who did it five times, and Tom Brady, two. Mahomes would have done it twice. I read Tom Brady, two times. Talking that 5,000-yard plateau. So he's going to get it. He's got two games to do it, technically, because there's going to be a lot of records in the NFL broken because of the uh, extra extra game in the season, which is awesome. But, again, 5,000 yards in multiple seasons, uh, becoming the third player in the history of the game. Everybody took a snap at quarterback. There's Mahomes. Mahomes has totaled 321 rushing yards this season, and has recorded a rushing touchdown in each of the past two weeks. His 5,041 combined passing and rushing yards also lead the league with 522 combined passing yards and rushing yards over the final two weeks of the season. Mahomes will surpass Drew Brees 5,562 in 2011 for the most yardage in a single season. So right now, when you think of rushing yards and passing yards, you combine them. Drew Brees, 5,562 Manning, 5448 back in 13, which of course Manning doesn't run, but it's mostly through the air. Tom Brady, 
did that in 2021, 53-97 with Tampa, this third most ever. Mahomes, fourth most ever right now. So Travis Kelsey, by the way, leads all tight ends and ranks seventh in the league with 1,257 uh, receiving yards. On pace to have the most receiving yards ever by a tight end in a single season. He holds the tight end record with 1,416 receiving yards in 2020, so he beats himself. So Travis Kelsey wants 14-16, has a chance to beat himself. Again, as we're talking about greatest of all time, that's him. Seven straight years of 1,000 yards, never done more than three times in a year. That was Greg Olson. So he's doubled the record, even more than doubled the record. And he's about to double 1,000-yard seasons of even a Tony Gonzalez, Jason Witten. He's already doubled 1,000-yard years of Shavin and Sharp. I mean, it's unbelievable the kind of stuff he's doing. Uh, Kelsey, at least 100 receiving yards in six games this season including the past two weeks. With 100 yards receiving this weekend, he will become the first tight end ever to record at least 100 receiving yards in seven games within a single season. Think about that, man. I mean, these numbers are incredible. These numbers are historical in the NFL, what their Chiefs have a chance to do. And I mentioned Jarek McKinnon. He leads all running backs this season with a career-high six touchdown receptions, recorded a touchdown reception each of the past four weeks. If he gets a touchdown catch, Against the Broncos, McKinnon will become the first running back since 1970 to record a touchdown reception in five consecutive games. Again, league minimum, a little over a million dollars. Jarek McKinnon, 31 other teams had a chance to sign him. Nobody did. Has a chance to do something that hadn't been done since 1970 with the history of all running backs in the NFL. First running back since 70 to record a touchdown reception in five consecutive games. I, I Again, Kramer... Who's the most valuable offseason addition for the Chiefs? Is it Carlos Dunlap? Is it Justin Reed? Is it MBS? Is it Juju Smith-Schuster? No, it's Jerry McKinnon who was already here. That was the biggest signing this team made. Couldn't agree more with you. Could not agree more with you. But the fact that he's doing these things, it makes him underrated. I mean, this guy's about to do something that's never been done before in the NFL. Jerk freaking McKinnon. Not even remotely talked about nationally with the Chiefs. No one even brings him up. Like, when you do these interviews with other NFL cities, they'll talk about Clyde. What's Clyde's like? What, what is he coming back? What's going on there? Oh, Pacheco's having a great year as a rookie. Oh, Jarek McKinnon. Hmm. Leads all running backs this season. Career high six touchdown receptions. Record a touchdown reception in each of the past four weeks. Again, a touchdown reception this week by McKinnon. You have to go back to 1970. You have to go back 50 years, Kramer. 52 years that someone's done that, but nobody knows it. Nobody knows it at all. Find me a more underrated player than Jerry McKinnon. You're not going to do it. It is arguably the best value in the NFL, making a little over league minimum. I guess you could say these rookies because the rookie contract, but still find me a better deal than Jerry McKinnon, what he means this team right now. Cause you could deal with everybody else like missing a game. Jerry McKinnon quietly Third best weapon in this offense behind Kelsey, or behind Mahomes, Kelsey. And I don't think, say, if like he is, isn't healthy or anything or any type of reason he can't play this this week or next week, I think that kind of hurts how the offense is actually ran too. Like I, I, I firmly believe that because I don't think anyone can. I don't know if Isaiah Pacheco can do what Jarek McKinnon's doing right now. The funny thing is, like he's so under the radar. Exactly. No one talks about him with the Chiefs. No. They look what Mahomes is doing and Kelsey and Juju. And you look at the defense, what Chris Jones is doing, George Karloftis is doing. Oh, yeah, here's Jerick McKinnon, league minimum, about to do something no running back's done since 1970. He's going to get paid. 52 years. He's going to get paid. I don't know if he will. I think he will. He didn't get paid this year. And he had a decent year last year catching the ball in the background. And here's the one thing about it. Yeah, he's got the six touchdowns receiving. The blocks that he's done. He the could, freeing up a homes to throw another touchdown pass. He could be like, oh, I don't want to say like great value-wise, but I mean – yeah, you're going to have a great value Christian McCaffrey and Jerick McKinnon right now. You, you you probably do. Of just how explosive McKinnon is, especially when he gets the football, and also how he has the knack of finding the end zone. He knows how to block. Like, he knows how to block. He knows how to protect 15. If you, and that's the big thing, too. You need to protect 15. And if you can protect 15 and also be able to put up some points on the board as well, that's a, great, a better combination than what we've been seeing here. So call in, text in, whatever you want to do. Jay Southland, Toast Service text line, 913-586-7610. Is he the most underrated chief? And let's be honest. Like, who would you rather sit out a game of the guys that came in the, 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 to the Chiefs this year, him 
or McKinnon. Coming up next, we'll look at some of the latest odds on coaching searches and an interesting one. Who retires first, Brady or, or Belichick? Next. Fesco in the morning. <laughs> Brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound. Your home for car audio since 1967 on 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. Fesco in the morning. Jay Binkley, Kramer Sensone. Through tomorrow. So we'll be back. We've got a lot of fun NFL stuff tomorrow. Look at some of these big games. We'll go around the different cities. We'll go to Denver. We'll go to Buffalo. Talk to some people about, uh, well, not only the Denver Broncos game and what's going on there, that horrible debacle. Maybe we'll talk about the Chiefs-Broncos game, but I don't think it's as interesting as what's going off, what's going on off the field. That's the storylines. Like the AFC West, they, for everybody makes fun of the AFC West, and deservedly so, because the Raiders and, and Broncos have let everybody down. With the Chargers making the postseason, people talking about that, they're talking about Mahomes, the MVP. But, man, they're sure talking about what's going on in Denver. With Nathaniel Hackett firing, the Derek Carr missing a couple games, cream dog. I mean, the AFC West has talked about all the time now. Hey, they started talking about them once the new league year began, and they're still doing it to this day, and it's December 29th. Still making headlines. Still, always, always. Hey, whether if it's trades or firings or the AFC West makes sports out. radio. Oh, yeah, no, exactly. The AFC West kind of runs the NFL media at this point in time. Yeah. But I did mention what McKinnon has a chance to do. I text somebody and say, hey, man, you, you understand what McKinnon's about to do? Oh, I had no idea. Again, like no one's got an idea what he's doing because he's underrated. And you won't see him on the news. They won't have stories on it or whatever. You won't, you won't hear about it. But I'll bring it to you, Kramer. That and reports of uh, couches on the roadway. I wonder if that one got picked up yesterday. I don't know. They said it was a nice couch. I mean, if it fell off the truck, it would have, uh, I mean, it could have took some fall damage to it. But, I mean, if it's wrapped up and everything, it would be fine. What do many body shops deal with couches, cars that hit couches? Like, you're rolling in there. Because, obviously, whenever there's an accident, they get a ton of business for the next couple of months. But how many cars are in there because they hit a couch? But this couch, like, wrapped up and looked pretty good. Uh, I mentioned earlier when when Travis Kelsey, you know, there's always that thing, how much – Input is Eric Bieniemy on the offense. I'll say this. He helps with the game plan, putting it up during the week. But make no mistake about it. There's no mystery about it. Andy Reid is the play caller. Here's Travis Kelsey with his brother, Jason Kelsey, on an outstanding podcast they do called New Heights. Andy doesn't call plays anymore, right? <laughs> EB calls the plays now, right? No, no. Andy's, from, uh, from my understanding, Coach Reid is still calling the play. Oh, really? Because, yeah, because there's times I where I'll come off play- – I'll get tired, I'll come off the field, and he'll look at me, and he's like, this is your play. Why are you off the field? What but he, but, yeah, that's a good point. So but he knows what's being called. Even when he's not up. calling the plays, he knows what's being called. Yeah, but you know, when, he's, when a guy looks at you, like he's, he's definitely you. the one that's calling it. So there you go. I guess they even keep it kind of a mystery to the players, too. I think EB does some of them. But I think Reed's influence is exponential with this offense. I mean, he's the main guy. He's the main state. He's the main reason why the Chiefs put up points after points after points after points each week. Granted, I know it's been a few and far between the, even with this last week, but the offense is ran by Andy. You can just tell that from the first, what, the first drive. We already know he scripts it. He, he already, you already know everything about it. So and it's he like, went back to lab this offseason. And then it's, it's weird because he's probably just sitting on the side, like probably coming up with plays just, off the top of his head. Like, he's that good at calling plays, and it's like, I, I really wish, really wish there was a guy like that in, uh, in uh, Las Vegas. I, mean, I can see him when they get rid of Tyree Kill, traded Tyree Kill, you know, grabbing the, grabbing the readers, going back to the office, putting together a new game plan without Tyree Kill. Uh, by the way, you're listening to 610 Sports Radio, KCSP, Kansas City, WDAF, HD2, Liberty, and Odyssey Station. Oh, a t- text line chiming in again. There's a computer and a computer chair on Truman Road. Now, if you, if you, you know, a vehicle that's kind of been lifted or a high, a high mic SUV like Sequoias or Expeditions or Tahoe, you might have just been able to go right over that computer. Well, isn't that couch is going to give you some damn? But a computer chair is much different. The computer chair is different, but uh, I wouldn't pick up that computer though. If it's been outside, it's a little dewy this morning. I mean, all that snow melted. It's probably a bad computer. I mean, the computer chair is one thing, but it's on wheels, so it will probably move. The couch won't move unless you move it. Like, the couch is going to damage your car. Unless you get those front bars on the front of your car, which is, I always get a crack. I always crack up when people have a, they buy, like, a brand-new SUV, and they'll put all those bars in front of them. 
No intention of using them how they're supposed to be used, right? Like the toughest terrain those things will see is like the parking lot at Nordstrom's. Like when you're out here in Joko, that's, that, I mean, that's the toughest train. Those cars with all the, the bars on the front. I mean, we'll I, I mean, my truck has that that, that brush guard, that grill guard. That's what I'm talking about. The, but, but you actually might use it. No, I you well. The you why, did grow up in St. Joe. Well, I, the reason why I have it on there is because my last video got told about from a deer that I hit heading up to Maryville, and I'm like, you know what? If I need something to protect my vehicle a little bit better than nothing in front of it, so I was like, I'm gonna get this. I bought this brush guard, installed it my, myself, and it was just like, yeah. So that's what I, I thought. That was a little shot you're trying to take at me there, Bink. So, no, I'm not taking a shot at you, Kramer. You're taking a shot at me right now. There's that, you actually gave me a reasonable reason why you use it, why you have it. They're the rats of the roads. Can't stand them. And also, you're not a guy to go to Starbucks or Nordstrom's. That's very true. That's, that's very, very true. <laughs> so it's more practical. I was, um, I was by the Starbucks we got over here in our in our kitchen area. That's fine. Yeah, you, you had a, uh, yeah, you had the, from the kitchen, you had the, uh, the, the, the double shot express this morning. 816, hit a squirrel this morning. Oh, they say, always feel bad. No, I agree. It's 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 never a, a great feeling doing anything like that. No coaches on the roadway this morning. Remember yesterday there was a couch and a coach. Yeah, there's probably Hackett trying to walk home. There was a coach on what, what 169 was the coach? And there was a couch and then what, the uh, Grandview Triangle? You don't want to hit the coach, hit the couch. No, you don't hit either of them. I mean... <sighs> If you need a bumper, there was one on the I-29 southbound by 152. It's from the 816. I actually might be passing out on the way home. But there's a lot of stuff in the roadway. And I get it, man. There's a lot of people out moving stuff right now. Because all the frozen pipes, people are having to find a different place, and they're out there moving and doing it on the fly, doing a hurry, probably not securing anything. And they have couches that just fall off. Then there's also a lot of dumpster diving going on because all the holiday stuff brings in new things. So they want to sure. throw out the other stuff. So, I mean, if you want to try to find another stuff and, like, you know, the dumpster, go for it. Have you yeah. ever dumpster dived? Um, I actually have. I, I have done that once. I went to because I was, like, I was surfing YouTube, and this guy would just go to GameStop's dumpsters and just look and look, see if they find anything. I did it once. I didn't find anything. You didn't find a high-quality item? No, I thought there'd be, like, a lot of used games in there. No, I didn't find anything except for, like, paper mache type stuff. <laughs> dumpster diving. I didn't actually get in the dumpster. I was like on the outside of it, opened up a bag, had a gloves and everything. I was clean about it. Well, I know Fesco and Kling will talk about couches on there. I like talking about it too. We, we don't hear about it as much. Sometimes on the traffic report, you hear, hey, there's a couch on the roadway. Such, such. But nowadays, there's probably a lot of them around the city. Get oh. a couch guard on the front of your car. Heck, just uh, I feel like you could probably uh, pass a handful of them when you're heading out to Arrowhead or something like that. Because there's, there's always a bunch of couches or strollers or anything on the way that's in the way up there. Have you ever... Uh, have you ever uh, burnt a couch? That's a big thing for people to do when their team wins a championship, whatever they go. Is light it on fire? Remember Cleveland used to do all the time, burn couches. If you're mad, you burn them. If you win a title, you go burn the couch. I just think that's just something they do in Cleveland. It's the Browns that they support. So why wouldn't they want to burn a couch? I don't just ask you if you ever burn a couch. Nope, never burned a couch before. I, I have, always wanted to. I've had lit a piano on fire before. Really? Yep. Just for fun? Well, I mean... Probably shouldn't have said that. I just exposed what my mom, if she is listening to it. Yeah, that's what we did the piano. We thought Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. She's probably not you lit. Your mom does listen to the show because she sent a bunch of Christmas cookies that's in That's true. She, yeah, she actually got you cookies before she got me cookies. We have two people listening, my mom and your mom. That's true. And the text line. Yeah, the text line, too. They're having a good day, by the they're way. Having they're having a great day. day. The text line's great. awesome. They're very funny. They're very funny. Nice job, text line. You guys are on point today. You burnt your mom's piano? Well, all right. We I, I knew a spot where to... I mean, I didn't burn all of it. Maybe the keys and What the hell? The you ruined it. No, no. This thing was broken. There was nothing we could do about it. And yeah. <laughs> Took it to the dump. Where'd threw you, it out. Where'd you put it on fire at? Like the backyard or something? No, we're at a buddy's place. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Um, up near Savannah, we just <laughs> hey, said, we just said, kind of had like hey, a bonfire no, going with piano. it. Kind of like had a bonfire with it. Well, the, the piano keys. I'm not saying this entire giant piano we lit on fire. No, there's like certain parts of the objects. By the way, well, how do you keep it from not spreading all over the the piano? 
no, we like took it apart. We took it all like we took it apart so we can move it, put it in the bed of my truck, and like we dumped it, and then we uh, and then whatever we had left. Instead of dumping it, we just kept it to burn it. You should have blown it up or, like, used it for target practice or something. You should have just torn the hell out of it. Did you sit around it and have a beer around the fire? I mean, I, we didn't stand close to the fire because all the, the fumes from the, the the piano from, like, treating it. So your things. mom just thought you were disposing of the piano, not catching no, we it on did, fire. No, we disposed of the piano correctly. And mm. then kind of. the rest of the stuff we had, I was like, hey, this is some good firewood. Well, you can get some good firewood on these couches. <laughs> it's true. All the couches you, you guys find that coach on too on 169. That coach is walking around. Maybe the coach might help you lift the couch into the into your vehicle to help him uh, to set it on fire. Hey, hey, you never know. I, I learn something about you every day, Kramer. And hopefully your mom does too. Hopefully she texts you in about burning her piano. Good stuff. Chum Barber, ex-NFL player, will be that special guest. Coming in here around 8.15 or so. Trey Wingo at 8.20. So a lot of NFL talk coming up. As I mentioned, Sean Barber was on that 2002 Eagles team. He actually, he was second on the team in tackles. He had some sacks. He had interception. He had a touchdown. Like, Barbershop destroyed it on that 2002 Eagles team. He had a good career, but he really, really destroyed things in 2002. Second leading tackler on a great team. So, we'll we'll talk to Sean Barber about everything. I I do want to ask him this, too, because he's 47. Terrell Owens is 49. And yeah, I don't care if I'm giving an age weight. You can look on Wikipedia, whatever you can find out the barbershop is. But he's two years younger than Terrell. And he played against Terrell Owens. I should ask him if Terrell Owens. Heck, was he a teammate with him at one point when he was in Philly? Was he Terrell Owens in Philadelphia? The years he was in Philadelphia were. When was he in Philly? God, he's played for so many teams. Uh, 2004 to 2005. So I think he just missed him. Because at that point, I think he was probably a chief. Because he, he was definitely on that 2002 team. Uh, Barbershop was with the Eagles in 2002, then again 2006. So he's on the front end and the back end of Yes, he, he never got to witness But he still probably knows a ton well, of people around the team that knew Terrell Owens. True. So we'll ask Barbershop about Terrell Owens if he believes the 438-40 time that was uh, TMZ uh, had some friend or something. They reported TMZ 438, but it was recorded with an iPhone. Kramer, I could probably get you a 436 with my phone. Or like a 6.5. It depends on how fast I push stop. That would be nice because I know my 40 is not even close to that. So here's some of these records, Kramer Dung. As I mentioned, Mahomes, again, you get to 17 games for the second year in a row. So obviously things are going to be different. But you know what? No one ever looks back. Like I don't ever hear anything like OJ got 2,000 yards. I don't hear anything about it. He did it in 14 games because it used to be a 14-game season and goes to 16. But no one really talks about the two extra games. And how it shattered NFL records, people just kind of accept them as record. Peyton Manning set the current record of passing yards, 5,477 yards in 2013. Uh, Drew Brees had the record, uh, by the way, before that, set for two years. Uh, Mahomes can break that this year, but what he needs is this. He's got 4,720 yards passing through 15 games, averages uh, 314.7 yards per game. Chiefs are the only team in the NFL Averaging over 300 yards game passing, by the way, which is hilarious because they don't have Tyree Kill, who could be Offensive Player of the Year. Doesn't matter. The only team that averages over 300 yards passing. He needs 758 yards for that mark. 758. Mahomes can do it, but he has to average 379 against Denver and the Raiders. Like, that's tough. Well, I could see him throwing for like 400 in one of these, but I don't know. Maybe they have a big lead and they just run it and salt the game away. I mean, they're playing Russell Wilson and Jarrett Stidham. Because usually when these quarterbacks put up these big numbers, they're in losses. Well, they have to do it. Remember his MVP season, their defense so bad, he had to put up numbers. Like, he's doing this with a good team right now, which is much different. When you have a good defense, which the Chiefs are a top half, total defense in the NFL, like 15th. Much different than the year he won the MVP with. He scored 50 twice and lost both of them. 379 averaging in week 17 or 18. Can he do it? And you're at that point now. Do you even want to start in week 18? You're going to need to win well, that game. You're going to need to win that game. They need the number one seed. Andy Reid's what, 21-3 after the bye? Yeah, but it's week six 18. 6-3 in the postseason? Week 18 gets a bad Raiders defense. 26-6 in his career? That's pretty good. He probably. I bet you think Pat plays the first half of that week 18, and he's probably done. 
probably done for the rest of the because I mean the Chiefs are gonna already be up by twenty one points already. Maybe well, twenty eight. It didn't matter against the Broncos, did it, when they're up twenty seven nothing. True. It's the NFL, True. man. It's the NFL you think. I mean But then it's well, Chad Henney coming in. I trust pound your pound I mean you should see all the tweets during that Colts Vikings. You never know, man. You never know. People making fun of the Vikings and everything else. They came back and won the game. Down 33 at halftime, came back and won the game. It's the NFL. You never know what happens. And the Raiders have nothing to play for. Well, they're technically not eliminated, but that'll change quickly this week. But Everybody's playing for a spot to be on the team next year. That's what practically what's happening. And it would make their season to be the Chiefs. Everybody it makes their season to be the Chiefs. I think it's anybody. any given Sunday, man. Literally, I know this is such a cliche any given Sunday, but it truly is when you see these bad teams be good teams. And this has also been a weird year for football seasons, even for like touchdown scoring people. Like, I mean, I know everybody likes to bet now since like, Kansas has uh, legalized uh, sports betting, sports waging. And there's been a lot of guys that we really never heard of score touchdowns this year. Well, here, here's the funny thing about the Colts. So they beat Kansas City by three. They lose by one to the Eagles. The Chiefs and the Eagles are two of the best teams in the National Football League. And a bad team like the Colts that has Jeff Saturday coaching them now because they fired Frank White. That team has beat the Kansas City Chiefs. They've lost to the Eagles by one point. That's the NFL, baby. That's what I'm saying. You never know. You, like, never know. Bad teams do stand up and beat good teams from time to time. Colts are exhibit A. Last year, the Colts beat the Bills 41-15 in Buffalo towards the end of the year. Urban Meyer beat the Bills 9-6. NFL, man. NFL. Justin Jefferson uh, sits at 1,700 yards of receiving, just 208 yards shy of Calvin Johnson's record of 1964. Again, different era because it was 16 games and he's going to have 17. Uh, he did this in 2012. So Justin Jefferson could be the all-time leading receiver. Again, these records are just going to fall straight apart. Tom Brady set a league record with 485 completions last year at 44. He's on pace to break that mark and also surpass the current record for attempts of the season. Think about that. As old as he is, he still – I know you say, hey, Tom, you need to go away because everybody always discounts Tom Brady. He always comes I, – I said he's going to retire for years, and he doesn't. He just keeps coming back. But he can beat his own record this year. The sack record will go down. Yes, that will definitely sack record, go down. Nick Bosa um, has 17 and a half sacks this year, just five away from the uh, record by Michael Strahan and uh, T.J. Watt, who tied the record last year in just 15 games, which was incredibly impressive. Oh, that's probably the most easiest one, I'd feel like, in this certain time of age of how big – fast edge rushers are now and the fact of them learning different types of moves to get to the quarterback like that's there's Nick Bosa is so good have you seen his quads he has some meaty thighs all these guys do though man that's a pick I wish uh the 49ers didn't take 49ers just have a good defense and that you can also just contribute to that to D'Amico Ryans they, they have a great defense and the Chiefs put, and the Chiefs on put them. yeah, the Chiefs put up a forty burger on them. That's and yet people in the national media still rank the 49ers higher than the Chiefs, which is just ludicrous. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. So sacks definitely go down. I think we we'll, we can agree on that. Remember when they didn't even count stat sacks? It was ridiculous. Which yeah, I don't understand why they they wouldn't count that stat. That's a that's a very good stat. It's the fact that you're putting a quarterback behind the yards down. Although I will say this, Al Baker technically has the record, right? Because he got 23 sacks True. Uh, with Detroit back in 78 before they even Which I counted sacks. You would think, because I mean, I'm a stats driven guy, big baseball guy over here, so I love stats. Like, why wouldn't that be a stat back then? Like, when the, when the league first started, that's when the stats should have been happening. Al Baker actually had a 17 and a half sack season, too. He was good. Like, no one, no one remembers Al Baker. No. He's a stud. He was complete stud. But anyway, these records are going to fall, and it's going to be funny. Uh, to see them uh, go by the wayside. But, yes, I'm with you on that. I think the career rushing yards go out of the window, too, at some point. Remember when AP made a run at uh, at OJ? Yes. Not OJ. No, it wasn't OJ. It was uh, um, single season. Eric Dickerson. Yeah, Dickerson. Dickerson. Why couldn't I think of Dickerson? 
but he'll beat it. But it was no big deal, right? They didn't like stop what you're doing and, and show it because in the NFL, it's what have you done for me last weekend? It's, it's the fantasy football world we live in. Baseball, it's hallowed to hit these marks. And they're very, very particular about it. You even juice one time in your life and you're not going to vote for you on the ballot. The NFL, they don't care. That's the best thing. That's the thing. You get I, a suspension I, in the NFL for steroids, you're still getting in the Hall of Fame. The one thing I do appreciate about football the most is it's it matters the wins and losses the most. I mean, granted, I know baseball the wins and losses do matter, but in football, that's literally the only stat that I worry about the most is did you win the game last week? Did you? Yes, you did. So I, that's the that's the only stat I worry about in the stat book when it comes to football. And the Chiefs just keep winning, but no one cares about that. Wins and losses, you know. Did you win the game or not? The world Forget is on about fire. Moral victories. You know, Kansas fans are on cloud nine today. It's true. After losing to Arkansas. And they lost. They lost seven of the last eight games. I mean, they, they have some work to do. <laughs> I do believe Lance Lightpool to get the job done. He's definitely the right job for that Kansas job. But you got to get past that. Like, you, you, like Detroit, they're having a fun season. And look at their offense. It's unbelievable. But eventually, you got to start doing it. I've said the same thing about the Royals. It's great with Bobby Witt and Benny and Massey and MJ Melendez and all that. But that, that's past it, past the whole way. Hey, let's go see the young stars. Now it's about winning, man. Now you take all that stuff you did, the home runs you hit and everything else, you got to start having W's at the end of the night, W's instead of L's. That's the most important thing. Anyway, we'll take a timeout. We have uh, Sean Barber, Barbershop, coming in here with us. Uh, he's got some Starbucks, by the way. And we'll talk to Trey Wingo as well. But uh, giving you a lot of love on that 2002 Eagles team, Sean Barber. We'll talk about that and Barbershop and Trell Owens next. This is Festo in the Morning, brought to you by Santa Fe Auto Sound, your home for car audio since 1967, with friend of the show, Brett Veach. You're listening to Festo in the Morning. I mean, I'm not, but you are. On 610 Sports Radio and the Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Oh, oh, oh. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. <laughs> 